I'm Morgan Tioka. This is the Challenge Her podcast. This is the Challenge Her podcast. Hey team, it's Morgan Tioka here from the Challenge Her podcast. I'm going to quickly play you a clip, something that I have really found uh, some benefit from listening to. It's from Glennon Doyle's best-selling book, Untamed, and it's a very popular book and I know a lot of listeners of mine uh, could have read this, but it's a story about a cheetah called Tabitha and I want you to listen to this. It's about four minutes long and I will explain the relevance after. Two summers ago, my wife and I took our daughters to the zoo. As we walked the grounds, we saw a sign advertising the cheetah run, and we found a viewing spot along the route. A peppy zookeeper appeared, holding the leash of a Labrador retriever. She began, Welcome, everybody. You are about to meet our resident cheetah, Tabitha. Do you think this is Tabitha? No, the kids yelled. This sweet Labrador is Minnie, Tabitha's best friend. We introduced them when Tabitha was a baby, and we raised Minnie alongside Tabitha to help tame her. Whatever Minnie does, Tabitha wants to do. The zookeeper motioned toward a park jeep with a pink stuffed bunny tied to the tailgate. Minnie loves to chase this bunny. So first, Minnie will do the cheetah run while Tabitha watches. Then we'll count down I'll open Tabitha's cage and she'll take off. The zookeeper signaled to the jeep and it raced off. She released Minnie's leash and we all watched the lab joyfully chase that dirty pink bunny. Finally, it was time for Tabitha's big moment. The zookeeper opened her cage door and the bunny took off again. Tabitha bolted out, crossed the finish line within seconds and the crowd broke into applause. I didn't clap though. I felt queasy. The taming of Tabitha felt familiar. I watched Tabitha gnawing that steak and thought, day after day, this wild animal chases dirty pink bunnies down the well-worn path they've cleared for her. Never catching that damn bunny, settling instead for a store-bought steak and the approval of strangers. Obeying every command, just like Minnie, the lab she's been trained to believe she is. Unaware that if she remembered her wildness, just for a moment, she could tear those zookeepers to shreds. A young girl raised her hand and asked, isn't Tabitha sad? Doesn't she miss the wild? The zookeeper smiled and said, No, Tabitha was born here. She doesn't know any different. This is a good life for Tabitha. While the zookeeper shared facts about cheetahs born in captivity, my older daughter Tish nudged me and pointed to Tabitha. There, in that field, Tabitha's posture had changed. Her head was high, and she was stalking the periphery, 
tracing the boundaries the fence created back and forth, like she was remembering something. She looked regal and a little scary. Tish whispered to me, Mommy, she turned wild again. I looked at Tabitha. I wish I could ask her, what's happening inside you right now? I knew she'd say, something's off about my life. I feel restless and frustrated. I have this hunch that everything was supposed to be more beautiful than this. Then, she'd look back at the cage, the only home she's ever known. She'd look at the zookeepers, the spectators, and her panting, begging best friend, the lab. She'd sigh and say, I should be grateful. I have a good enough life here. It's crazy to long for what doesn't even exist. I'd say, Tabitha, you are not crazy. You are a goddamn cheetah. I found that extremely powerful and I think the story has just set off uh, so many emotions in me about so many different lessons that I'm learning through this journey of podcasting and content, research, different books I'm reading and something about that book and those stories really resonated with me. I'm going to sort of explain some of the things I was thinking. I was looking at what makes a good female, what makes a good woman, a good girl, a good wife. So when you think of societal norms and what we're being taught from a young age, it's be kind, be thoughtful, be selfless, be pleasing, be humble, do things effortlessly, be perfect, look perfect, be thin and be beautiful. And then we wonder why we see so many unfulfilled women, so many women that they just want to take a breath. They're just tired. They're feeling exhausted all the time. Something that Glennon Doyle speaks about in one of her podcasts to Brene Brown, she talks about mothers and parenting and how as parents we are told that mothers should show their love to their children by being selfless. So what they're actually doing is they're murdering themselves and who they are as a person because mothers should keep disappearing and put their needs last putting their needs so far below and that is such a burden for children to know that they are the reasons that their mum stops living, to know that when they can't become parents, that's who they will need to be to be loved and that is taming. That's what Glennon Doyle talks about. She mentions Carl Jung who says, The greatest burden a child can have is the unlived life of the parent because children, as children, they will only allow themselves to live 
a life as full as their parents lived. The duty of a parent is to not accept any life, relationship, conversation, occupation and to accept nothing less true and beautiful than what they would want for their own children because they will only allow themselves to step into lives as big as the ones that we are willing to live. It's not just about parents, but it is a really clear depiction of where women give themselves away and stop being their true self in order to fit into societal norms, in order to be that selfless person. And so you see relationships, you know, I wrote down, where do I see women tamed? And I, or where do I see women being untamed? And to me, being tamed is to stay in a relationship for the sake of being in one, because you're so scared of being alone. You know, the untamed version of you is leaving a relationship, knowing that it's broken, knowing that it's tough, knowing that it's not for you and having the courage to leave taking risks, you know, studying after middle age, chasing your dreams, still with a family, vocalising and standing up for fair and just things that you believe in, in a public place, making change and being honest with those people in authority positions at work, quitting your comfort life or your comfort job you know, figuring out the things that are stopping you from just being able to demonstrate your true wild and being your true self. Letting go of friends who don't demonstrate good trust and love, who don't bring you that substance of a good relationship, deep, meaningful connections. And it comes down to having those courage, the courage to step away from societal norms. Brene Brown talks about it and she says, when I finally decided that I was just going to completely be vulnerable and be my true self, I pissed a lot of people off because you're going away from what the world has conditioned you to be. You know, untaming is not self-improvement. It is about returning to who you always were. It's about unbecoming all of those expectations and ideals, returning to the world that always was when you were 10 years old it's about going back to the person you were you know goofy fun loving courageous brave adventurous strong willed determined all those amazing attributes that we have that we somehow lose when we realize that we need to be small, that we need to be accommodating, that we need to be selfless to fit into societal norms. And this is also in relation to feminism. I feel as though the more I learn about feminism and and all the information and research behind that, it's such an incredible space for women to be proud of being female and being who they are as a person. And it's not a space where we're trying to condemn what has been we're trying to change what's becoming you know it's being present in what we can be what we can demonstrate and moving forward from that there is this really great comment Glennon Doyle makes and she says I really enjoy this she says 
what women want is dangerous to status quo, to power and to the powers that be. If women returned to themselves and went for just what they wanted instead of what society wants them to do, imbalanced relationships would become balanced, broken relationships would be stored, unjust governments would topple, the world itself would end. And then that's when we get to rebuild, rebuild the shape of equality and fairness and just. She says, when you offer yourself freedom, you offer yourself freedom to all of your people. It's just understanding that having more self-awareness and knowledge around who we are as a person, our identity, what we want in life, it opens up this huge space of what you don't know. And from that, it makes you hungry to find out more. And then when you start to realise, when you see the information come flowing through the door, you start to read more, you listen to more podcasts, you start researching, you realise that there is a whole band of people out there who are on board with making this world, reshaping the way this world is, trying to help change societal norms through individually growing through individually becoming a bit more understanding, self-aware, knowing who you were, you know, untaming, stripping back the layers of what societal pressures look like, what cultural norms look like, and understanding that you in your full true self, as free as you can be, who that is and what that looks like. And then by completely trying to action and behave and demonstrate habits in that space you're allowing other people to become their true selves because you're being a role model for that person and that's why I went back and spoke about mothers every time that we are a role model for younger women you know as a teacher I am as a coach as an elite sports athlete musician anybody in a space where you have young females around you we shouldn't be paving the way for them by helping them do things, we pave the way for them by demonstrating that we're going to completely love and be true to what we want in this life and who we are unapologetically. And I think that is something that's really creating this huge fire inside of me and this passion for going down this pathway of women's empowerment. So if I can give you anything to take away Start reading. Start reading anything and everything around, you know, Brene Brown's where I started, Glennon Doyle, uh, Angela Duckworth, some amazing male authors. You know, I'm still reading The Greatness Guide at the moment, you know, which I'm finding really interesting by Robin Sharma, Tim Thomas, so many incredible, knowledgeable people around us. And if we just were able to open our eyes up to this world that's in front of us and realising how social media and 21st century living is causing us to be small, it's truly going to change the way you perceive who you are and who you want to be. (laughs) 
You've been listening to the Challenge Her podcast with Morgan Tioka. Follow, rate and share to help empower and educate young women.